This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is the G Podcast, episode 132. How you doing? How you doing? Yes. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. The crew is here. Uh, each week, again, we do news, politics, that pop culture. Tanya B is in the building. How you doing, Tanya B? Yes, yes. I be fine. How you be? <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> K-Dub is in the building. K-Dub, what's up, man? Ooh, yeah. Sight for Sora. Get up on that cool. mic. Get up on that mic, bro. Don't be don't be high. Cool. Was it your birthday? I'm, 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 <laughs> cool. That was last week. No, me and the grand. Oh, let me give it to you, man. Right. It's about two weeks, man. Yeah, it's my birthday this week. So you and Gemini, I didn't know you were in, in the, uh, what is it, Gemini season, yeah, bro? Yeah, you're you seventh, right? Same day as Prince. Yeah, June 7th, man. Yeah, yeah, Prince, Prince Day. So this is the week. This is the week. Get ready. Episode 132, y'all. And, uh, you know, it's Black Music Month as well. Got to gotta give it up for Black Music Month in the building. Yes. I thought I heard, I thought I heard hijack your nerves, man. <laughs> Hijack your love. Was that Tanya oh, B? I, I played it, yeah. Took you back to the yeah. year 1975. Yes, yeah. Lord. Yeah, you sure did. And you know, with Black Music Month, um, you know, the Birdwire is kind of our, our musical theme, our, our musical partnership with Tanya B. And, and uh, you know, so Tanya B, you know, great episode this week. I got to give it to you. A lot of good stuff. Uh, you know, talk about, like this past week, talk, talk about the classics you played. This week. Oh, no, it's interesting because when I did the classic backyard barbecue jams for Memorial Day, Mm -hmm. I had it in segments. I had the 70s, then the 80s and the 90s. And I said, man, the 70s had it. The 80s got it. The 90s tried, but they didn't quite get to it because you might have noticed a shift in the music. So each and every week, I just want to educate folks and tell them about you know music the history of the songs a little bit about the artists many are independent like her, i played hijack by herbie Mann. Yeah. this was 1975 he was an independent artist with an independent label a lot of people didn't know that i talked about why that song wasn't played on a lot of radio i remember so every, yeah. I remember. yeah and uh and i took gave you a little ltd a little holding on when love is gone that was the jam man and uh yeah. i closed it out with the blackbirds you know everybody knew donald bird and the blackbirds representing howard h u yes yes you what was know, it what so was the I song to, um the, the blackbird played, song right i played uh rock creek park and i played happy music who by the another little uh independent gem i left out for you the female vocal on that song is one of the most unsung uh background singers Mary Clayton, you know, who sang with the Rolling Stones. And, you know, she's she was like the Lisa Fisher of the 70s, so to speak. Good stuff. Good stuff. Let me give it up. Let me give it up for the bird wire. Thank you. you. I love the um, the the low, the the new independent stuff you played. And and I shot you a note because you played uh, the remake of Heaven. Uh, done by um, what? Anthony David. Anthony David in Algebra. In Algebra. And I played. Yeah, more ahead. new music from uh, a, a great album that's not getting support from Motown. Shame on you, you shady. Um, the classic Temptations have an album out called Sixty, and I played another new cut from that album, and it's doing you know it's doing well. That that album is doing well, not on commercial radio, yeah, yeah. but on the digital and the internet radio side. So I played another new cut from that album, and the Temps are still out there touring and dipping it and doing it. Sixty years, you know. Wow. Hey, 
How many how many original yeah. members left? Uh, is it just one? All you have is Otis. He's the last man standing. Dr. Otis Williams. Yeah. Who uh, there's a song I play called When We Were, When We Were Kings, which is co-written by Preston Glass and um, Narada Michael Walden. Holla. Mm-hmm. And uh, that song tells you the history of the group. Talks about everybody from the originals up to current. Mm-hmm. And uh, Otis Williams was one of the writers on that song. So if you get a chance, check out. I mean, help yourself. You won't be disappointed. The Temptations album. It's called Sixty. Nice, nice, nice. Good stuff. Good stuff. And 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 again, I, I got to shout out uh, my home, my home bodies, my home folks, uh, algebra and um, and 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 Anthony David, because uh, because they're both here in the ATL, right? Yeah, in the ATL, and they're coming to yeah. the podcast soon. Oh, good, good, because um, because they did a remake of it has to be one of my favorite BB and CC Wine and songs, Heaven Man, which is just a, a heck. Yeah. Can't say a heck. It's a great track. <laughs> well, what was I going album. back? It is. I mean, oh yeah, dude, that album, that album. You know, Old so up like yes, yeah, yeah. There you go. I mean, they, um, you know, and and that's that's the the great thing I recall about the eighties. You had so much crossover eighties into the nineties. Um, you had so much crossover gospel. You had crossover jazz. You know the Winans, yeah. Teddy Wine, Teddy Riley, and the Winans were doing. You know, it's time. Yeah. I mean, you know, it was just so much, uh, in my opinion, variety in music, and, and you just don't get that kind of variety now. Um, no, it's kind of one dimensional. Yeah, yeah. When, when it's done, it's just. I mean, Ariana Grande and Nicki Minaj is not like BB and CC Winans and yeah. say Mavis Staples. It's not like Teddy Riley and the Winans. And again, I go back to the seventies and the eighties, maybe the early nineties. It just was a different time, a better time for music. Yeah. I'll say, yeah. and that yes, is, it a, it's a lost art form now. Yeah, really I, I agree. I agree. And this week, of course. You know, not only is it my birthday, it's uh, it's Prince's yeah. birthday. And, and that's how, yeah. you know, a lot of folks remember when they say, damn, it's Prince's birthday. It must be Bako's birthday. No, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, I saw the, what was it? Um, the mural. The mural see that? That, w- yeah. that went up in Minneapolis. And um, I saw, I've seen a lot of uh, the celebrations at Paisley. Um, is there any, what, what year, how old would he have been? This year, I forgot. I'm trying to think. I'll, I'll do it. Old enough news. to get Social Security. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. That's but the I'm, unbelievable I, thing. Or 64. Yeah, I'm, I'm 64? Glad to see, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. One more year. I'm glad to see that, you know, because of, you know, a little bit of, you know, the um, decrease in COVID, but the numbers are going up now. Paisley Park is actually resuming the activities that they had pre, you know, pandemic in celebration of Prince. Yeah. Well, that's and, a good thing as well. It's hard to imagine Prince at 64. You know what I'm saying? After seeing him, yes. like, you know, my my life has always, probably since he's, he started with Soft and Wet, you know, back Ooh, in the day, back in what, 76, 77? 78. 78. I had a book cover. I had it a would Prince be book tough to see him at 64. Um, but um, I, I'm sure he would still be in the heels, jumping off stage. Um, well, you know, look thing, at it like this. Even at 64. Look, Go ahead. Even though when he got older, he couldn't do the splits, but James Brown was in his eight, uh, what late 70s, early 80s. He was still dipping it and doing it. And I think Prince would have still been out there doing it, maybe not jumping 
as high, hmm. maybe not splitting as much. Maybe the heels might have been lower with a little lift in the shoe. Yeah. But I think he would have still been the the consummate performer that we all knew him to be. And the, and crazy, master music. the crazy thing about and, and this is one of the things, you know, as, as a, a Prince fan, um, the the crazy thing is Prince, Michael and Madonna are all the same age. Right. Am I am I am I right? K Dub, that they're yeah, all. Yeah, they should be close. Yeah, they're all born this. I'm gonna check. I'm gonna check it during the news, but I'm pretty oh, yeah, sure right. that they're all born in the same year. So they'd all, you know, be, um, you know, around the same age. Madonna is not aging well, by the way. <laughs> I would say she's she looking good and crazy, and you know, seeing a black 60, don't crack, you know, but Madonna. <laughs> put it like this: I'd rather see Patti LaBelle twerking at the age of seventy-eight than see Madonna out there looking like crazy, like she's somebody's mother. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm not sure what that look brand. is she's got going on now, but um, yeah, yeah. I'll check it. I'll check it during news. Hey, let's go ahead and do this, y'all. Um, let's do Syracuse Mike. We got a lot to talk about. Yeah. Unfortunately, on the other side, um, but we'll, we'll we'll get right back into it right after this. Here, we'll go right back. Here we go. News team, assemble! It's time for the week in news with Syracuse Mike. It's been a tough Memorial Day weekend with much of the national news focus on the recent mass shootings. The president and the first lady traveled to Uvalde, Texas, Sunday. They spent time visiting memorials to children who died less than a week ago in the massacre at Robb Elementary School. They also spent time with survivors, families, and first responders. At one point, Mr. Biden was faced with chance of do something. Do something! Do something! The president said, we will. Earlier Sunday, Senator Chris Murphy made the rounds to several Sunday talk shows, telling CBS's Face the Nation. We're looking for an old school compromise in which we both tighten the nation's gun laws to make sure that only law abiding citizens get their hands on these very powerful weapons, but also invest in school security and mental health. The Justice Department also announced it will launch a review of law enforcement's response to the Texas mass shooting. There has been much discussion about that response, and we have a better idea of what happened on the day an 18-year-old killed 19 children and two teachers in Uvalde. There has been a lot of criticism and misinformation. Here's the updated condensed timeline. First, the shooter shot his grandmother before heading to the elementary school. He entered the school and started shooting. Two minutes later, cops arrive. 911 calls were made from inside the school. It took 77 minutes for officers to finally break into a classroom after the first shots were fired. Almost every current and former law enforcement official says officers should have been trained to engage the shooter immediately and draw the attention away from the victims. In this case, that did not happen. The investigation into the mass shooting in Texas is now focused on the police response and why officers delayed moving into the classroom to stop the shooter. The first of the funerals are also underway in Uvalde, and President Biden is now talking about his visit with grieving families this past Sunday. The First Lady was with him. The Prime Minister of New Zealand was at the White House Tuesday, and that is when the President talked about his weekend trip. People sat in a room, about 250 of them in a large room, with me for almost four hours. Not Nobody left. They wanted to air until I spoke to every single person in that room. As of Monday, there have been 17 mass shootings in the U.S. since the Uvalde shooting, which took the lives of 19 children and two teachers. 
Two mass shootings took place on Memorial Day in Benton Harbor, Michigan. One person was killed and six people were injured as a fight reportedly broke out at a local bar. Also Monday, a mass shooting in Philadelphia left two people dead and two others injured at a Memorial Day party. Most officials consider mass shootings to be four or more people injured or killed, not including the shooter. So many mass shootings tend to be local media stories. We generally hear more about the mass killings. By the way, members of Congress met virtually Tuesday to discuss possible gun reform. We learned about another mass shooting Wednesday at a clinic behind an Oklahoma hospital. Here's Tulsa Deputy Police Chief Eric DeGlish. We have uh, four civilians that are uh, dead. We have one shooter that is dead. And uh, right now, we believe that is self-inflicted. The Tulsa Police Department quickly reported that the suspect took his own life. We have confirmed he had one long gun, a rifle, and one handgun uh, on the scene at the time. Several other people were also wounded. The White House says President Biden has been briefed on the shooting. The state of Georgia has reported its first possible case of monkeypox. That's according to the CDC. The case is out of Metro Atlanta. The person is a man with a history of international travel. The Georgia Department of Public Health will be tracing any contacts the man has had and will continue to monitor his condition. Again, as of Wednesday, the case was not confirmed. A grand jury in Buffalo has charged the white 18-year-old accused of fatally shooting 10 black people at a local supermarket with 10 counts of first-degree murder. He's also charged with domestic terrorism motivated by hate. The shooter's scheduled to be arraigned today in Erie County Court. The 25-count indictment contains other charges related to the mass shooting. The Uvalde school police chief under fire for the way he led the law enforcement effort during last week's school shooting has spoken exclusively to CNN. Pete Arredondo declined to answer specific questions. The Texas Department of Public Safety, also known as DPS, says Arredondo has not responded to a request for a follow-up interview with Texas Rangers. But he told CNN that he is in contact with DPS every day. He also told the news network that he will not release any further information while the funerals continue. In a televised address Thursday night, President Biden told the nation it's time to strengthen background checks and increase red flag laws. For God's sake, how much more carnage are we willing to accept? The president would like to see a ban on assault weapons. And if that's not possible, he at least wants to see the age for buying them raised to 21. We should reinstate the assault weapons ban on high capacity magazines that we passed in 1994 with bipartisan support in Congress and the support of law enforcement. Nine categories of semi-automatic weapons were included in that ban, like AK-47s and AR-15s. A bipartisan group of senators say they have a framework for a bill, but again, right now, it's just a framework. In Tulsa, Oklahoma, four people were killed in a medical facility Wednesday, and police presented what was likely the motive. The victims were two doctors, a patient, and a receptionist. The police chief says the shooter was having back problems. The officers continued to clear the building. They located Dr. Phillips' deceased in an exam room. That's Tulsa Police Chief Wendell Franklin. The chief says the suspect started shooting once he got inside the building. He also left a note. The apparent target was a back surgeon because he was still in pain. You know, another week, man, another set of mass shootings. And, and, you know, as we take 35 mass shootings since Buffalo, that's within the last couple of weeks, 35. And then, you know, so far this year, I think as we take this show, we're talking about 230 mass shootings so far this year. I mean, you know, 
am I? Am, is it just me, or were we just not counting in the previous years? I mean, or or is this just out of? I mean, well, you know, it is out of control. But um, you know, Tanya B, uh, K Dub. I mean, now it is out of control, and I think now, um, you know, it, it's it's interesting because a lot of times it's black, brown, and tan people, mm-hmm. and I, I think that, and I was saying this to someone just uh, earlier today, you know, there's so many. It's like, are we going to become numb to this as well? Because yeah. even since that news port- report was done. Uh, there was another mass shooting in Philadelphia early this morning. Yep. Uh, no one's really talking about the one that took place at a gravesite during a funeral. There was one at a mall. There was one in Chicago. Uh, there's been one a couple of hours ago in uh, Chattanooga, Chattanooga, Tennessee. And it's yep. like, yep. you know, wow. and, and even with this, this this man that got this gun and killed that doctor, you know, unfortunately now a lot of people, you know, uh, he, it was a great loss. And he was a graduate of, I believe, Morehouse School of Medicine here in mm-hmm. Atlanta mm-hmm. and went to high school with the former mayor, Keisha Lance Bottoms. Yeah, I think he but had connections thing, to Emory as well. I mean, but the, yeah, that's what he went. Yeah. yeah. But the thing is, this man had only had surgery three days ago. Most people look, I had my gallbladder out three days later i was still in pain but i wasn't going around trying to shoot the doctor that did my gallbladder surgery so you know and again this guy if correct me if i'm wrong he got the gun like right before he went to uh shoot the doctor and in philadelphia um had the police not been there and returned fire with one of the suspects who uh they may still be at large Mm -hmm. but check this out dropped the gun and this person came there with intent to slaughter because they had a magazine it wasn't like a little pow 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 nine millimeter there was a magazine which meant you meant to kill a few and like i said second shooting in the same neighborhood within one week so Mm. i guess they didn't accomplish what they set out to do on tuesday and they went back last night and you know it said and i still say you know these young kids and you know the parents like oh he's mentally ill i'm like no that's gonna become that's not gonna be an excuse for much longer yeah because if you as a parent know your child's mentally ill you need to take some action and be proactive not try to act like oh i want him to be mainstreamed and be normal your child ain't normal but my thing is how you know with the exception of tulsa oklahoma Hmm. i'm like it's really it's too easy for these young kids to get these guns and like who you know and again just like the people in sandy hook sue the gun owner the people in Buffalo are using the same attorney to sue the gun owner. That gun owner settled with the people in Sandy Hook for uh, was it 80 or $90 million. Doesn't bring anybody back, but clearly, even though those parents in Sandy Hook won that verdict, yeah. not Nothing has changed. It's gotten worse. Well, you know? the, the gun the owners got to be accountable. Got to be accountable. Gun, they got to be gun manufacturers are are under an immunity. Right. Where where as you know as as manufacturers as businesses they can't be sued. Um, but but what the, the lawsuits are stemming from their marketing efforts and whether or not they're marketing to young people. You know, that's what they're looking at, whether or not uh, their ads or their, their and they are their, their advertising, their marketing is targeting, you know, the youth to do something like this. The other thing uh, you and I were having a conversation last night because, you know, the Philadelphia uh, concert was going on. And, and, you know, in our typical text chain, we're going back and forth. And, and I was telling you, even before that happened in Philly, what was I was saying? You I, said somebody's going to get shot. I mean, you not, did. And I, even was, though, I wasn't trying that, to say that somebody was, you know, that, that it was going to go down. But one of the things I said was these concerts, especially you were telling me the artists are going, you know, and I'm not sure how far 
the street is from the venue. Okay. I know how far it is. I know how far it is. Is it, is it like across town or, or, um, uh, yeah. Cause the man is on, uh, that's kind of like say on the North side mm. and South street is, you know, down going towards the waterfront It's a big tourist area, which yeah. is interesting. And it was so much of a tourist area that they stopped people from driving down there on the weekends. Kind of like how Broadway, that mm-hmm. intersection is in New York. Yeah. You can't drive because nobody could move. It was, everybody was out there like doing freak Nick on, uh, you know, in a one yeah, lane yeah. street. I saw I saw the um, the ring videos, a lot of ring videos. Yeah. Uh, a lot of uh, closed circuit television video information. I mean, is, is, is actually on social media showing the time of the shooting. But my yeah. point is, you know, if, if you're a concert, uh, either promoter um, or organizer or if you're an artist, really, it's your responsibility right now to try to show up on time. You need to be on time right. so that these shows can move. People can can get on the stage, perform, and the shows can start and end on time. But you know, you the know, other thing, go and, ahead. And that was a situation where people had. I'm been not saying that, I'm not saying that that show. Caused no, no, no. This but, say, but just say this: that general, was over. That was a long day. Twelve hours. People are antsy. People are yes. hot. People are hungry. People are drunk. People are high. Let's just call a thing a thing. Especially but the other summer, thing is, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Normally, after a concert, South Street is one of those places in Philadelphia where people would go, you know, to chill, to hang out. You could do everything from get water ice. You could go to a bar, get a drink. You go down the waterfront, chill on the water, kind of cool out. Yeah. So it was a place where you, you know, like the after concert place, you might go if you don't go to the club, yeah. and it's also a place where families would go take their kids on the weekends, you know, for, you know, say ice cream and water rice. You just stroll down to the waterfront and it's like, you yeah. can't go to the grocery store. You can't go to the concert. It's like, you can't go to church. People getting, don't forget, people have gotten slaughtered in churches too. It's like, yeah. you, so you know, it's almost like we can, you yeah, know, it's, it's, right. can't go anywhere. Right. Go ahead, Kate. What were you about to say? No, to I, was just, I took my grandkids to be this new outdoor venue out here, but I was out there yesterday and I found myself looking up at the surrounding buildings, mm-hmm. empty buildings and big parking garages. And my mind just went like, somebody should be up here. Oh, yeah. Any one of these concerts and any okay, one of these windows on top of these buildings. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. Well, that's what happened. That's what happened in Vegas. If you remember the Vegas, the country. Yeah, con- the guy yeah. in the hotel room. The yeah, guy yeah, was yeah. in the hotel room. But my whole point, yeah. and, and, I, and I'll throw it back to you, Tanya B., my whole point is, if you are a promoter, if you're invo- involved in, in organizing shows, make sure your shows start, end on time, keep people moving. You know, when, when you yes. allow people in an environment, especially during summer when it's hot, people drinking, people smoking, there's just too exactly. much going down. And, and you know, so, so I, I do, you know, have to say, you know, just that's one of the reasons. I mean, I, I find it very, very hard for me to consider <laughs> concerts this year. Outdoor content. Whoa. I'm not trying to throw. No, I'm not trying to throw, when, throw throw shade. Throw throw a, a wet towel oh. or water on any of these shows. But but I'll, I'll be quite honest with you. And that's not out of fear. It's just out of caution. You know. Um. Yeah. It, it's just you know. It's they they don't especially the ones who don't have their stuff together. I like the I like the people else. who just get you in, get you out, and and we keep it moving. Go ahead, Tony. You know, right. And the other thing is, you know. You hire production people for a reason. And KW, I'm sure you can speak to this. If you remember, there was a time when we all would go to the Budweiser Superfest. There was so much time in between. Mm -hmm. Then they got that stage. It was either in two or three parts and it would rotate. So while Tina Marie was performing, Confunction could be setting up. Mm -hmm. And then when Tina went off, it went around and Confunction, you know, could perform. She'd break down the next, you know, to kind of keep the flow going. And when you've got people waiting two hours between acts or two, I mean, come on. 
That's crazy. That's crazy. One more K Dub, and then we'll 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 move to, move on to the next thing. No, I have a question for K Dub. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. And you talked about your grandkids, K Dub, and I talked about this last week when we had Life Coach Kim on. And I don't know what the ages of your children are. And I have a friend who's like, I'm not letting my granddaughter watch television. How do you explain what's been going on, especially um, in in Texas? How do you explain that? Or have your grandchildren asked you, you know, Papa, what's going on? Why are they doing this? How do you explain it? Because I think kids are going to be afraid to go to school. Go ahead. Or go anywhere. Oh, yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah. And and me in my no filtered mouth, I just tell them like, you know, <laughs> how how I see it. Crazy, retarded. This is what's going what's going on nowadays. Like when we was at the concert last night, I had to ask them this morning. Now we home, 12 o'clock, they sleep, everybody sleep. I hear about 40 gunshots go off. Wow. Sound like about three blocks away. Wow. I had to come in here and make sure they would sleep. I can tell it's about two or three blocks over, but I'm like, something just happened. And this ain't too bad of a neighborhood. So I tell them, you know, guns and all that kind of stuff and the way people are killing people. Yeah. It's not right. People are really not in their right state of mind. Do not indulge. And they that internet and that TV and all that, I keep that minimum. Yeah, that's a good that's idea. With me, that's not a minimum. That's a good idea. Good idea. By, by the way, you know, you, you're talking about uh, TV this week, uh, this past week. Uh, Biden did the State of the Union, which I've been encouraging. I'm like, dude, you got to go on and address the country. You need to be addressing the nation more. I'm but glad he did that. In the room. Uh, actually, he looked a whole lot better than he has in a long time because normally he looks frail and he looked he looked pissed off, which he needs to look pissed off. You know, everybody. I'm pissed off. I don't even have off. kids. So he yeah. he looked as if you know he's there. He's he's uh, he's present, and and he's he's pissed off. Which you know that's what we needed to see. That and and a lot of the things he said were the things we needed to hear. Um, you know whether or not they take action is a different story. Um, but um, but you know I was glad to see him addressing the nation. And quite frankly, I go back to what I said before. He needs to be doing these daily press conferences with everything that's going on. If you consider gas right now, it's what at 484 on average nationwide. That's the average. But of course, you know, I, my, my West Coast family. Ten dollars <laughs> for a gallon of regular. If I, I don't, don't love you. No, that's that much. That's crazy. And. Uh, you know, with with everything that's going on right now, uh, he needs to really be as present, uh, speaking to the nation as possible. And and hopefully his people. I mean, you know, there's been mass black defections at the White House. You know, they they it's like 20 plus people plus I forgot Cedric's last name, his uh, his his uh, his chief. Communications chief? Yeah. No, no, no. His communications Maybe he should. Chief. Maybe he need to hire <laughs> to be entertainer. Be entertainer. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. his, his communications chief, you know, stepped down, and and you know um, that that doesn't bode well. You know, black right mm-hmm. now. Um, you know, black support is waning. Um, you know, and 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 again, I mean, I, I I give him kudos for the good things that are occurring. Um, you know, keeping uh, employment. Unemployment relatively stable, you know, still getting a positive job outlook every month. So I, I give, you know, I give him credit where credit is due. But when it comes down to dealing with all these issues that are on his plate, he's got to make sure that he's addressing everything consistently, not just in in, in press releases, not just through his press people, but it needs no, to come from his mouth. And he needs to be right. he needs to be straight up front and, and on you the know, front line. And by the way, they also have um, 
this week, this Thursday, which I'm not sure how this is even going to fall into the mix, y'all. But the January 6th hearings start this Thursday, as we tape this Thursday, um, June 9th, 8 o'clock. So who? I mean, prime time. Who gonna who's gonna watch? You gonna watch? <laughs> I mean, that's what, net, that's why I'm gonna go to Netflix, <laughs> and that's why I'm gonna go to Amazon Prime. Heck, I even went and got Hulu with three dollars for three months. <laughs> I just no, don't know. I, I mean, even though I think it's important, and I'm probably gonna tune in for a lot of it to see what's going on. I just don't know if they have kept the general public engaged enough about January 6th. And, and I think Jan, people feel, I mean, my circle of people, and I'm wondering what y'all think, they just feel like these people are going to get off. The ones, I mean, they just, it, it's, a done, it's a wrap, you know. The, and the, they're going to lie. And they're going to lie. And they're going to walk. And, gonna and walk. it's like, okay, we knew this. Uh, my tax dollars could be used for something else a lot more positive. And, and, you know, it's almost like, okay, oh, but that's right, the insurrection. But, you know, it's interesting that, but there are so many uh, not that this is not important. I don't want to diminish it at all. Mm-hmm. But there's so much other ish going on right now. To be yeah. perfectly honest with you, I don't give a rat's tail about those people. Yeah, because they sure enough didn't care about me. Yeah, and and I, I just wish, and and you know, it's disappointing to me. Um, you know, they they let Meadows go, who was chief of staff. They 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 didn't they didn't indict him, and one other person, um, Navarro, they indicted for for ignoring the subpoenas. But it's just amazing the people that they have, that Merrick Garland, the Justice Department, has said, nah, we're just going to let them go. You know, so you know, it, it, it's just, it's going to be interesting. If they don't come out of the gate swinging, it's just going, I mean, it's just going to vanish. It's just going to be like a puff of smoke. You know, yep. just my opinion. They need to come out with fire and and they need to make a statement. If they don't make a statement on Thursday, I, I, I think that they're going to lose America. America is going to say, yep. you know, especially during the summer, you know, I know, yeah. I know, I know it's right rerun season, you know, they hope to kind of <laughs> not, not, not interrupt people's favorite shows, man. <laughs> but, but people, but people got, I mean, you know, there's just too much stuff out there for people to, to check out. You know, you know it's, what? it's not like it used to be when when you and I, when we were all growing up. Uh, you didn't have a, really have a choice. You didn't Let have a choice. Is, <laughs> you know what? This is perfect timing. Yeah. And like you said, are you going to watch these hearings? And in the words of that new Jordan Peele movie that I will be watching, nope. the answer is nope. <laughs> not no, nope. but nope. Nope. I'm waiting okay? on that. I'm waiting on that, by Ooh, the way. You and me both. Hi, right, yeah, let's do this. Let's take a quick break. And, uh, and we'll come back on the other side with entertainment with uh, Tanya B. Here we go. And- Time, y'all. Sipping the tea with Tanya B. Hey, Tanya B. I know you got some good stuff. What you got? What's going on? Uh, I know. I said I need to make everybody just get a little giggle on here and there, here and there. Oops, excuse me, y'all. Okay. okay. I told you we were going to talk about, we got some dumb donkeys. We got some positive news. And we also have some, you know, we got a couple of what the hells. But anyway, 
I want to start off with the celebrity prayer list and say, you know, prayers up to uh, Master P and the Miller family. He mm. lost his 29-year-old daughter, Tatiana, who had been struggling with substance abuse for quite some time, as well as some mental health issues. And, you know, it, it's a shame because this is really, really, again, something that's serious where people not able to overcome addictions and they succumb to mental illness. And I don't watch growing up hip hop, but I understand that there was actually an episode where there was an intervention done for Tatiana. And sometimes, you know, all the money in the world cannot save a person. And I just say, you know, prayers up to the family and hopefully she's not suffering anymore and that she's sleeping in peace. Most definitely. Most definitely. I mean, money, money, money can't, you know, you know, like I said, more money, more problems. You know, yeah, money, money yeah. can't cover your problems. You know, no. go ahead. Uh, and also want to say uh, prayers up and health and healing. And, you know, I, I say, you know, a lot of things come my way, but, you know, some people have no filter. I have a filter. And sometimes, you know, when certain things come up and people share things with me, I will respect their right to privacy. And I've done this for about almost four years with the situation with Bobby Caldwell. Now, he went to get some treatment uh, and was given some antibiotics. And there's something that's called medical floxing. And he's been floxed to the point where um, he has limited mobility now. He's in a wheelchair. He can no longer play. He can no longer sing. And he's just in constant pain. And this all came from you know a misdiagnosis and, and getting the wrong medication. So... Um, you know, his wife, Mary Beth, got, you know, she's a strong woman. Um, she did post an update on his Facebook page on Friday. And one thing that I, and I want people to know is that, and I think we can all agree, I said to you, Tommy B and K-Dub, that uh, what you won't do for love is hands down, bar none, I would say the blue-eyed song soul of multiple decades. People did not know he was white. Yeah. Um, they put his album colors and silu- uh, covers and silhouette and his first tour was with uh, Natalie Cole where he opened for her and people did not know that he was Caucasian and she actually did a cover of What You Won't Do For Love mm-hmm. on a duet album that she had out with Peebo Bryson some years ago. So, um, you know, like you think people disappear. Some people just, you know, his thing was to just, you know, do a show here and there and to retire and um, you know, one thing I said, uh, Boss Gags, uh, who is another blue-eyed soul singer, everybody low knows down. the low down. Yep, everybody knows the low, low, low down. And yep. he encouraged Bobby Caldwell to write for other people. And he wrote songs like uh, "Next Time I Fall," which was recorded by Amy Grant and Peter Cetera. He wrote for Roy Ayers. He, you know, and all the samples. Everybody from Little Nas X to people I, I can't, uh, Snow Allegra, have um, sampled him. And uh, I hope we can put this on the website, Tommy B. But if you want to send a card to Bobby. You can write him at Bobby Caldwell, P.O. Box 6, Great Meadows, New Jersey, 07838. That's Bobby Caldwell, P.O. Box number 6, Great Meadows, New Jersey, 07838. And now, you know, I shared it with a lot of folks and a lot of his musician friends did not know that he was, you know, just in such poor health. So, um, make sure I get know, that. Get, Send that to me, Tanya B, and I'll make sure I will, you know. And I'm saying yeah. the smooth jazz world will just not be the same because when you had smooth jazz cruises and shows and boat rides, and, you know, yeah. Bobby Caldwell was always up in the cut. And now, uh, you know, we thank him for the great body of music that he left us. And, um, you know, hopefully, you know, there's always room for a miracle. So we just wish him the best. Absolutely. Um, and health and healing. Absolutely. So. Yeah, but he definitely left us uh, 
an excellent piece of work, man. Huh. That's on yeah. boom. As soon as the yeah. as soon as the bar is it one note, <laughs> people know. And K Dub, I think you can speak to this. That was a time when people use real horns, not keyboards. Hello. Oh yeah. No, and did you know that um Bobby Caldwell actually was raised in Miami. His mother was a real estate agent, and one of her clients was Bob Marley. And Bob Marley also kind of took uh Bobby under his wing. And in case you didn't know this, one of his first professional jobs was he used to play lead guitar in Little Rich's band. Wow. wow. Good Whoa. Stuff. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he started out as a teen, so yeah, we just wish him all the best. Um, I want to talk about, okay, I talked about Church Mess last week. It was uh, T.D. Jake's son-in-law, and now um, I finally got to watch Kingdom Business with stars Yolanda Adams and Michael Beach and Michael Jai White. And um, in a recent interview, Yolanda Adams, who said she's a very private person, and I can understand that, and you know, I can respect that, but now she's talking about her first marriage. A lot of people don't know of her first marriage didn't last but about maybe not even two years. And she was married to a man named Troy Mason, and we don't like him, and here is why. Mm. Of course, abusers always deny what they've done when they get put on blast. But she said she uh, had a a message from God. He said, Yolanda, don't marry that man. And she didn't listen and she married him. And now she's coming forward, hoping she can help somebody else. She said that he punched her in the face. Who punches Yolanda Adams in the face? Yeah, she bought 6'2", right? I'm just saying. (laughs) Don't punch. Maybe he sucker punched her. Don't punch any woman. But, (laughs) you know... Yo is yeah. yo is you know, but but that's that's crazy, you yeah. know. And then she said that he threw her across the oh. room. This was right before her career really kind of st- before like I was at Valley High, Mountain Low, and before yeah um, yeah you know, those crazy. songs. But now you know she's speaking out. Then she went on to marry a former NFL player named Tim Crawford, who's hmm. the father of her daughter Taylor, who's now twenty one. Wow. And they have since you know divorced, but they've gone on to you know co-parent. But and again, she said I'm just speaking about this. She said if you talk about it too much it becomes part of you of you know of who you are in your yeah. existence but yeah. now she speaks you know in hopes of you know because you hear so many stories about these preachers and these uh, gospel singers who are very abusive to their wives and some of the wives don't stay and some leave and speaking of that yeah. can we that's talk about crazy. old messy that's crazy i'm telling some of them yeah crazy honey. anybody on the street they got hey, more hey. than Got more that devil up in there as, than as Samuel, peanut. As, as, it, it, what is it? The movie Samuel Jackson is, you know, the crazy bus. <laughs> the short one. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. You remember? You remember the interrogator or the, the uh, negotiator? Negotiator. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Cra- yeah Crazies on the movie. bus. I mean, yes. You, you just, you know, I mean, there's no denomination. You know, no religion. Mm. To crazy. Oh, I mean, you can yeah. go all that singing and preaching and anywhere. Preaching. You can go anywhere. Anybody, anybody. Singing and praising and punching. That's okay. what I'm saying. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> hey, you know what? I, I, just real quick, this a short yeah. story. Short story in the city. Okay. <laughs> I was in Macon, Georgia. I'm not gonna call any names, right? So I will. there was a stop the violence rally at this well-known recreation center. All the pastors <laughs> there, right? All the black mm-hmm. pastors. Do you know two black pastors got into almost got into a fist fight? You know how two brothers, they kind of start, you know, you start hearing in, in the media, the press, everybody. Why there. are you saying almost? They, Why are you saying almost? <laughs> call a thing a thing. Because they, 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 they didn't let the them. Because the first thing they were saying, well, we could take this outside. I'm like, them the pastors? <laughs> wait, wait a minute. I was yeah. like, wait a minute. <laughs> they yeah. were like, 
we can take this outside. I said, what? (laughs) Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy is, you know, crazy, you know, crazy has no religion, no Uh -uh. denomination. Uh -uh. No filter. It is what it is. I got scientific evidence. (laughs) They're just where is it? Yes, it is what it is. Go ahead, Tony. I'm sorry. I just wanted to drop. I mean, I I know I talked about this before and I talked. They know who they are. (laughs) Yeah. Who who suffer in silence. You know, uh, this week now we're back on crazy cheating John Gray. He cannot stop cheating on his wife. And I wish he'd get some self-confidence and stop letting him use her as a doormat. He's like, oh, I've changed. You know, I'm sorry to my wife. I, you know, took the church's money and bought her like a Lamborghini or some foolishness. And (laughs) that didn't stop. But now... You know, before he claimed, oh, I was cheating emotionally. But while you had your son in the car and you had the phone on speaker. But wait, there's more. Now, this wait a minute, wait, let me ask. I I got one question, Tanya B. Is he still at the church? Oh, well, he got put out of redemption. He went over to redemption and took over for Pastor Ron Carpenter. But he's still at a church. He still had. Yeah, he started his own because they kicked him out of redemption. All right, I'll leave it at that. What had happened was, again, I say it takes two to tango. This woman knew he was married and he knew what he was doing was all kinds of wrong. But now the side piece has come forth with receipts in the form of a video. Okay, I said a video. He's still (laughs) at the church, right? You know, right. Well, see, this is a church that he started so they can't kick him out. He got kicked out of because he took over somebody else's church when he left uh, Joel Osteen. Well, people now, still in the pews, though, right? They're still in the pews. Right? Uh, I don't know how many. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, I'm but, just curious. Hey, people were in denial about Eddie Long. They did not leave New Birth. That's a whole other story. But I'll just say this. You know, here he was. Now, Oprah put him on, gave him the show. She got tired of his mess and took the show off. And one of the episodes, I didn't watch it because I just did not. He, I, he didn't do it for me. But he was counseling former Destiny's Child member Latoya Luckett, who was getting married. And uh, I said, well, how he can counsel her about cheating? She's now divorced with two young children. Her husband was a serial cheater and they're now divorced. So John Gray couldn't tell me how to turn a doorknob. So uh, keep it moving, people. (laughs) Okay. Um, Okay. let's keep it moving. Let's talk about this. This is the elephant in the room. You know, it seems like comedian Monique is not happy unless she's beefing with somebody about something and now it's become D.L. Ugly. now you know the headline you know was what it was and I'm like girlfriend you just came back from being out of work for 13 years and if she keep it up she's gonna be out of work for 13 more years but here's the gag and D.L. Ugly made a very valid point he said Monique how come it's always somebody else it that's the problem it was Lee Daniels it was Oprah it was Tyler Perry it was Will Packer it was Netflix it's always somebody else and her and her crate, I'll call it thing, I think her and her local um, uh, husbander, um, Sydney. So then, you know, uh, the janky promoter was the one that I guess he wanted to book himself, tickets and did whatever he had to do. And he was not clearly upfront with both of them. But here's where I think Monique needs to go somewhere and sit down. You don't go public and talk about somebody's wife, somebody's children. Mm-hmm. If you have a beef with that person, yeah. she does not need to be called. Even drug Steve Harvey in there. He got nothing to do with it. She called him a coon. She called DL Ugly a B-A-N, fill in the blank, you know, and things along that line. Like, is that necessary? You know, and and I, she said, well, I um, you open for the Kings of Comedy and I close for the Queens of Comedy. Yeah, girl, that was in 1999. And look where her career has not gone. And look where DL's has gone. He has a successful nationwide syndicated radio show um, and she could not cut it on syndicated radio she could not cut it on that 
talk show she had on BET for a couple of years. So again, she's always talking about what she did and what she did. But girl, that was 20, 30 years ago. You need to go somewhere and sit down. I'm going to tell you this much. Yeah, go ahead, Tony B. No, I was was just going to say, you know, it's unfortunate and, and these these they're both regardless of what she had it being 30 20 30 years ago she's still a legend you know what i mean she's still no, an, she an, an, an extremely talented artist as is dl i mean one of the things when we come on we do this show um and i've been saying this for like man maybe the last few years and especially this year i just wish the platform especially people who have these significant platforms like dl or even Monique. Monique still has a significant platform. When she goes live on her social media, she's got well over a million followers. So it's like there's so much that artists could be doing to influence what's going on right now. Do you understand what I'm saying? There's so much outreach. You and I have the conversation. Yeah, right. I ask, Do something I ask, positive. I ask, hey, well, you know, with everything, all the shootings, all the stuff that's going on in the hip hop community, you know, why doesn't the hip hop community, why don't the current hip hop community, I mean, we had our day when we did, you know, we're all in the same gang or, or self-destruction. Why don't the mm-hmm. comedians, instead of doing the beefs and, and these, these, I mean, cause honestly, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, I don't give a shit. Well, you know, about I mean, that's between her, GL, and the and the and, right, the right, and that's where she and, stayed. And when she right. when she took it on stage, it was a bad look for her. Now, I've supported her honestly. I've said, you know, when when she was having a beef with Netflix on this podcast, I've always said, you know, God, give her. I mean, y'all need to give her her due. But it's just you're you're right. It's just you know when when the beef was over between her and Lee Daniels, I thought it was kind of like another chapter. Let's move on. Right. She, she moved page. on. But now it's just like, I, I just, there are just some people who must have drama to serve. I mean, they she's just, one of them. She, they she's just one have of to them. have it. And, and maybe that's the thing, you know, and it's unfortunate again, because with everything that black people are dealing with right now, you know, COVID, you know, um, you know, like, like, uh, <laughs> Cardi B said, "Why don't y'all just come out and say we're in a recession?" You know, <laughs> you know all this, all this stuff. Right, but, but the, the thing baby is, foods, Kirby- you know, there's just so much stuff that's going on. Why don't y'all do something together, positive instead of beefing? What's the point? Her behavior, no, her behavior is toxic, and people are not going to put up with it. And I'm going to tell you this right now. Yeah. yeah, Fifty Cent kept his word and gave her a part on Black Mafia Family, yeah. but you can trust and believe he's not going to put up with her with, with all this toxicity. And let me just say this: yeah, everybody has their moment. Yeah. Now there was a time in K-Dub I know you can jump in on this You look at the, When Slave was hot Slave could You know They could headline And when the Ohio players were hot They could headline Things change Yes you might have headlined Back in the day You might have sold 99 million records And had 55 Grammys But things change So you don't always Get top billing But some money Is better than no money yeah. This whole thing yeah, about her exactly. With the top billing To me That was nothing but ego yeah. I mean, between, I mean, it, even if it goes back and forth between the both of them, it, it's just, you know, I, again, consider the times we're in right now. You know what I'm saying? Those people at that show, a lot of those people probably came out for the first time in a, in a, in a significant audience, probably without wearing a mask. You know what I mean? And they were there, they were there for, to laugh. And to then, laugh, not and, to hear not her to slam hear her, somebody. Her, her grievances. So I just, you know, I, it just, you know, even, even, you know, it just look, we look at um, a lot of the stuff. I don't see that with the exception of Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. I don't see that on the other side. I don't see that in mainstream you know, where, you know, a, a, a lot of artists who could, who don't like each other, just 
publicly airing it out. In disrespect. The, disrespect. In the middle of everything. There's just too much going on. Oh, I don't exactly. care. Yeah. I really, okay. I mean, I, I would have cared at one point. I just don't care. Who cares? Who cares? You know, exactly. And, you know, if I had to pick and choose, you know, I used to be like Team Monique. I get I it. I used to again, care. I don't care anymore. No, I, I don't either. And I, Whoopi Goldberg don't care anymore. Wanda yeah. Sykes don't care anymore. And the people at Netflix don't care anymore. Yeah, so if y'all just, just want to do a, 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 a get together with what's his name? The, bo- the the amateur boxer and just set up a a, a, a grudge match and just go. Oh, maybe Monique can box. Uh, what's uh, uh, <laughs> Black China? Black China's in training to to no, do celebrity boxing. Let her and Monique get up there and duke it out. <laughs> what's the dude's name? Uh, Kate. DL's not going to show the, up. What's for the that guy who's who's boxing? Uh, all the the white dude who's boxing all the all the pros. I forgot his name. Uh, Connor or something. Yeah, no, no. YouTube star. Connor Mc- McGregor. No, 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 McGregor. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 not him. No. The YouTube star. Y'all know. Y'all know what I'm talking right, about. Right, oh, that guy. Right, yeah, him. Um, yeah. It's like, this should go to show you. Who cares? Yeah, we can't think of his name. Can we keep this train exactly. moving, please? Just, Thank yeah, let's you. Let's do it. Keep now, going. Keep it going. Keep it going. I'm going to close on some positive news. Now, in case you haven't uh, seen or heard, Anita Baker has shut down Las Vegas. She's going on what she calls her farewell tour. It's 17 cities. There are some major markets that she's not going to go to. So I suggest you find out and get your tickets now. Las Vegas sold out. People were sitting like in row Z and paying $800 a ticket. And she sold the tickets. But one thing I want to say about her is that she publicly acknowledged Chance the Rapper, who's probably the age of one of her children, for being the catalyst in showing her how to reclaim her master recordings. And she publicly thanked him. And I thought that was a good thing. Good stuff. Let me give him my air horn, too. Yeah, give it up to Chance. Good stuff. Did he give her a kick-cap bar, too? But go ahead. I don't know. He might have. He might have given her um, that some of that chance you know, rapper the, ice cream. Oh, he, got, he got the ice cream too. Yeah, but I, cream again, too. I like to see these younger artists reach yeah. back to the legends, and that's the way it should be. You know, there's something where you know he had enough within him to to reach out to her, and you know, I, I'm sure now he's getting inundated with requests from other artists who are trying to do the same thing. Yeah. But um, I'm hearing. I don't know if it's going to happen that there may be a collaboration in the works, and I I think people would get down with Chance the Rapper and Anita Baker more than they would get down with. Uh, the record chance made with Dion Warwick that nobody ever heard. And by the I way, her documentary, it. Don't Make Me Over, yeah. I don't know where it is. It was supposed to be on CNN Plus and it, the, 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 the channel shut down three days before that documentary was due to air. Well, they'll, and, they'll uh, probably but, just integrate it into CNN because CNN, you know, they're still doing their docs. They're still showing, you know, their, their documentaries, you know. So I'm, I'm sure it'll I'm sure I'm sure it's going to show up, you know. When, somewhere, yeah, somewhere, it, it will. Yeah, yeah. You, and uh, other than that, I'm just cooking today. And today, um, when we get done the podcast, we are having Pentagonian scallops Alfredo yeah. with. Uh, I'm gonna do that for spinach. you officially. Let's. I'm gonna do oh, that for on you on a better. I gotta give you, no. I gotta give you the official in just a minute. Okay, but I do want to ask see, you about yeah. Michael B. Jordan yeah. and Lori Harvey. Did you, you know want to say anything about? I'll that? just say this: you can't hold a housewife. Let's keep it moving. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it at that. Black but you women get mad if he goes back mad. to white women. I'm telling you. And if he, cause, cause be prepared, your, yeah. your box office receipts are going to be in the toilet, and yeah. he might as well you go over and sit know. down with I don't know, Tanya B. I mean, I'm going to say this. I'm going to put my bet. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to place my bet that he's going to go, you know, I, you know, he went black. Whereas folks were 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 wondering, right, he'll go. I think he's going to get somebody think, who's biracial. Yeah, he'll go biracial. Maybe go Hispanic, go Latina. You know, but but you know what? That's his choice. If he does it, he gave it a shot. He tried to do something. I mean, from what I'm hearing about this, he picked you know, the wrong. Let me say, from from what okay. 
I hear, and I'm not saying I don't know. You know, I'm, again, it's not one of those I'm things I'm, 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 I'm hanging with, but I'm just saying that he, from what I'm hearing is, he really wanted more from the relationship. He wanted to to take this thing to the next level. And, you know, she's like, nah, I'm not she's really. She's out here tootsie rolling and d- yeah. dipping it low and spreading it wide. Now, come on now. Like I said, watch her end up going back to future with his toxic Wow. Seven broken homes and ten kids and eight baby mamas. But you know, if she yeah. clearly if she like her mama, she like them bad boy dope boys. Let's just call a thing a thing. Mm. And can I just um say hundred plus um, days free Brittany Griner? Yeah, I mean actually she's a hundred hundred and fifteen days as we tape today. And, and you know, I saw the I saw the uh, N, uh, NBA bought the Celtics are wearing the t shirts. Uh, I am you know uh, BG. But you know what? Right, you you yeah. know what y'all need to be doing is doing some kind of revenue partnership so you can pay these these WNBA women more money. I mean, you know, right. the t-shirt. soccer players, the women's soccer players, they, yeah. they they negotiated, they stuck to their guns. They got more money so that they don't have to go play in countries like Russia. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and also she's going to need some funds just to exist. She's still got a household and a child, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. a family that, that still need to exist. So, you know, I think and I just saw Carmelo Anthony's video. <laughs> That yeah. was the lamest of yeah. the lame. I'm like, okay, you miss reading class. So you're on a fourth grade reading level and it sounded like that's what the fuck <laughs> he read. Let's get my pressure up. Let's but I'm just saying, it's like out. you got the commission coming out saying, it's like, look, y'all need to come out and make an announcement. Hey, here's, he what, didn't we're, say here's, what, here's what we're going to do for the WNBA so that they don't have to go to, you know, play year round in international leagues that, that really... <sighs> Are, are unsafe for these women, you know, so that they can stay in the U.S. with their families. We're going to set up some kind of revenue share where it's between Something. the WNBA and the NBA. That's what they need to be talking about. I mean, do you, you, know, know, what do you, what do you I mean, you know, thoughts and prayers ain't going to get her out of Russia. That right ain't going to get right. Not going to keep it from killing people. You know what? It's not going to keep them from Whole, having to go international to make. Right. Exactly. Make I'm saying, but the people at Whole Foods, some yeah. of the people that work minimum wage jobs in states like Washington make yeah. more money than these WNBA players. Something yeah. is wrong. Something is wrong. Y'all. I, I hear you. It's wrong. Yeah. And, you know, speaking of the NBA, y'all, um, and then we're going to take a quick break because I got a quick Game before, yeah, game tonight. Um, game tonight. Boston, <laughs> Boston and Golden State uh, on ABC as we tape uh, tonight. Boston is up one game to zero. And did you know that the mm. game one was the lowest ranked first game in fifteen in years? Fifteen years. You know, and, and, and my my philosophy <laughs> behind you know because because a lot of the games were well rated. I just think Boston and you know uh, was it uh, Golden State's kind of a predictable team. They got Steph Curry. Um, and you know, with Boston, Boston, so much of a defensive team, they don't have that spark. You know, nobody really gets excited about Al Horford and, you know, nor do they get, I mean, smart Jason a, Tatum. You know, Tatum. I mean, they're coming into their own, but they're not, I mean, they're, they're, they're a tough team, but they're not that kind of team where it's, it's not LeBron, uh, you know, it's, it, oh, it doesn't oh. have a lot of star power nor, and, you Wait know, and I think the threes, I think, you know, people are kind of like, yeah, okay. Steph Curry shooting from half court, you know, it, you know, the, yeah. the, the, the three point Enough. game is a boring game. It's just kind of right. like, okay, unless you're hitting Same. threes every time, then that's a story, it, you know, but you know, watching, you know, watching a 36, 4, 35% shooting <laughs> from threes ain't that exciting to me. Well, let me about just to say this. You, about now, you, know, you know, Boston Beantown is my hometown. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I, I know the team and eh, you know who I'm really going up for. And I want this brother to do well and, you know, and get you know, and get his fangs while he's working now. And I can't pronounce his name. I think his name is the the, the coach. Oh, yeah. Emu. Yeah. 
Neil Neil Long's. I husband. just call him Neil Long's husband. That's a shame. But we want That's we go. I'm going is. up. I know it. So what's your name? I'm Neil Long's husband. That's so um, I'm just going up for him because I want to see the brother do well. You know the team. I mean, no tea, no shade. I want this for him. Okay. Those boys will be around and he'll get fired before they will. So I can we just say five on it to the coach, Neil Long's husband, y'all. Yeah, we'll give it up for him. Yeah. All right, y'all. That's, that's a good thing. Okay, okay that was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, so, so me, yeah. real, real quick, real quick, and, and uh, you know, we won't take a break. We'll just go ahead and, and get ready to wrap this. But I do have a question, y'all. Um, uh, this, this has been kind of hot and heavy this week because Juneteenth is coming up in a couple of weeks. But, you know, this is for the people poll. And, and you can weigh in. Go to the website. Uh, there's a, uh, a, a basically a people poll place where you can leave your audio, your your comments, your your questions, your feedback. But but do you think should should copyright protection be placed on Juneteenth right now? Uh, a lot of folks are talking about copywriting Juneteenth so it can't be used. Like, you know, the controversy over the Walmart ice cream, the the controversy yeah, over the watermelon right the watermelon salad but who is going who gets to copyright Juneteenth well there's there's a guy his name is Mario Bowler he's the assistant did, director did, did at Lincoln well Lincoln University HBCU in, in Pennsylvania he mm-hmm. filed a trademark application for Juneteenth Joy in summer of 2021 he and his family uh, frequently attend black business conventions and have established businesses centered around black culture and food uh, gourmet popcorn, candy, mint business. Uh, the Bowers also aim to turn Juneteenth Joy into a scholarship fund that champions future black leaders. I just, I mean, if, okay, yeah, he can come out and do that, but that's him. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's fine. He wants to make money doing it, but, 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 you know, if you're going to come out against it, I would say maybe if you're going to have it copywritten or protected, I don't think one person should protect it right. either. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to absolutely, if, if you're yeah. going to protect it, it shouldn't be one business, one company. Because yeah, you're going to pimp it too. You know, but but everything right. is pimp. I mean, from you think. I mean, you ask Mexicans how do they feel about Cinco de Mayo? I mean, even it, you know, I mean, look, like, you, how about Cinco de Mayo holiday. is out of control. <laughs> Valentine's Day, Thanksgiving, well, Valentine's Day, different story. Easter is has turned into a commercial. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not you know. The, the Easter Bunny, he's just like whole hopping, but food, clothes, yeah. you know, holidays, you know, Easter this, Easter that, Easter egg hunt, the price of eggs goes up the week of Easter. So, you know, everything has just become a consumer ripoff to me. And, and I, I, I know who, I, who I'd like to see copyright something like that. Somebody who gets it. Let's, how about Sheila Johnson? Yes. Who? who? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm going to say this to you. Go look up (laughs) Sheila Johnson, former wife of BET founder Bob Johnson. Get off my phone. No, no, no. Forget that. I I don't want my (laughs) And I don't want Elon Musk to go get it. And I don't want some up. You know what? Get off my phone. No, I just don't think. We need a benediction. I'm about to to come through this. I don't think anybody should copyright it. I, you know, I, I do think here's That's what I, here's sad. what I do right. think. Someone's going to try. No, trust no me. but I, I think that the companies that are getting involved in any of these cultural, uh, you know, uh, situations where they they actually advertise or market, they need to make sure they have black people on the board and in these rooms and on and, and, and heading up these situations no, to, make to understand, please. you know, what's being appropriated and what's not. I mean, the problem, right, the pro- yeah, the, the problem is you got a lot of these companies that have no representation when they make the decisions. 
You know what I'm who, saying? I, who made the decision about that stupid wall? And for, first of all, Walmart great value is not nutritional. It's, 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 it's sugar and poison yeah. anyway. But who at Walmart thought that was a good idea? Probably somebody that doesn't look like us. The same thing with that watermelon salad. The person that thought of that is probably somebody who doesn't look like so, us. So I'm who going to go to the strip clubs and... <laughs> Stevie Wonder. No, who gonna, wait. Who's going to tell the strip, strip clubs, clubs to Jamal stop? Bryant. Jamal Bryant. Because Pastor Holy Hope is going to go down to Magic City. And, mm-hmm, okay. Who's going to tell the strip clubs, hey, y'all need to stop using Juneteenth. Y'all, y'all need to stop using the King Holiday. Jamal Bryant. John Gray. <laughs> Yolanda Adams' ex-husband. Juanita Bottoms' ex-husband. Why are you going hard? Yo- Why you got to go hard? See? I was trying to, okay. You're trying to get my pressure up. (laughs) All right, Tanya B, here you go. Every time I come in the kitchen, you in the kitchen. What's cooking, Tanya B? (laughs) Uh, Let me turn the page. (laughs) Tanya B, what you cooking? Go ahead. Jesus, Mary and Josephine, I told you today we're going to have Panther in time for the game. <laughs> Pantagonian scallops. It's just like you take the scallops and you uh, put on some some garlic, a little bit of lemon, put some breadcrumbs on there, very little for me, and you boil them, then you take and put them in a little Alfredo sauce, chop up a little garlic butter spinach on your pasta. I'm using ve- hidden veggie pasta and that's dinner. Whoop, easy. Good 20 stuff. minutes at the most. Yeah. Excellent. Good stuff. When she want to get out Thank of here, you. y'all, <laughs> it is, it is rapido. Trying to get my pressure up. <laughs> Ooh, ahead, I wish Tanya I was B. here for the benediction. Tanya B. I'm just here to tell you. But, but you know, make sure y'all uh, go to castropolis.net. Click our link. Everything is there. You can subscribe. You can uh, check out the podcast, the stream, social media, email. And again, go to castropolis.net. We've got something new. You can leave us a voicemail <laughs> message directly on the site. Um, you got a comment, you got feedback, just like, uh, you know, why the strip clubs, how they get away with it. How they, how did strip clubs get to do Juneteenth? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nobody get mad about that. Yeah. You know, I mean, so, mm. so go oh, mm. get it, get it. You know, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. Watermelon seed over here. So I'm just saying. Mm. So if you got any feedback about that, feel free, go to the website, go to castropolis.net. Love to hear your voice. Uh, it's my hey, it's my birthday week this week, so go there and hit me a shout out on the party um, over here. Party ooh, over ooh. here, you know, on, on my Prince Day birthday. Also, don't forget, y'all call the uh, congress your congressional rep. Uh, you know, yes. regardless, I mean, you know, even if even if they agree and with you, you know, always just just flood the emails, flood the voicemails, and let them know, you know, that you're paying attention. Uh, the number is two zero two 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 four three one two one. Uh, 202-224-3121. I keep that on the notes as well. So if you miss it, check out the uh, podcast <laughs> notes and, and it'll be there as well. Tanya, you got any last thoughts? Before we uh, out yeah, uh, Georgia, oh, people, please go vote. We got Herschel Walk out here giving away gas cards, but then he also said <laughs> he calls COVID covert, and that should tell you about his inability to lead the people, and that's just my opinion and nothing more. And if you're an independent artist, you can go to the Castropolis.net website, submit your music to be on the Birdwire. Boop. Absolutely, done. absolutely. Do it this time. Uh, K-Dub, you got anything? Any last-minute thoughts before we get up? Oh, I just mean? tell everybody, stay safe. Be aware where you're at. You know what I mean? I Crazy stuff going down, so stay pay on attention. high alert. Don't get paranoid, but just pay attention. I do too. I mean, that's my thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, definitely, uh, the rapper Trouble. Uh, again, as we as we come on, I didn't know Trouble's music. I'm not familiar with him, but but Me again, either. he was doing af- just doing an after party here in the ATL and and wound up shot. Uh, you know, so we're losing so many of these young rappers, man, in their 30s and oh, their 20s. More. 
Go ahead. Did you? There's, uh, I can't think of his name, but there's a rapper that was at an after party for the Queen's Jubilee over in, yes. in the UK. He got killed and prayers up to uh, Metro Boomin. His mother was murdered by uh, his stepfather and the stepfather turned the gun on himself. So prayers up to uh, Metro Boomin. A lot of people in the ATL on the hip hop landscape and just, you know, across the country have used him for beats and production. So Metro Boomin, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's there's just so much. It's crazy. There's so much going on, y'all. I'm like K Dub. You know, be aware of your surroundings. Um, you know, plan ahead. You know, again, I I reach out to these promoters and people who are involved. uh, These large companies that are doing these concerts. um, You know, as as the weather heats up, please make sure that you guys keep these shows moving. You know, we don't need. I mean, there's already a lot of anxiety. You know, a lot of just people who are on edge don't make it any worse by, you know, yes. by have, making these people wait these ridiculous hour and a half, two hour, you know, two, shows, hours. two hours late. Come on. You know, that, that, that's ridiculous. So so let's do better. You know, let's do better. All right. You know, you know better and you can do better. And just because you think you can get away with it with with, you know, artists of color who are black, brown and tan doesn't mean, you know, it's not going to. It's a shame. Will it stop when something happens? And it's it's really unfortunate. Thank you. Yeah, uh, you know that that's is. that that's going down. But um, you know, again, accountability. A lot of people just don't want that. Yeah, so true. All right, y'all. Uh, K Dub, thank you so much for dropping in, man, this week. We appreciate you, man. man. Uh, Tanya P, as always, thank you so much, y'all. Don't forget, please check out the Bird Wire every Friday and Saturday, eight p.m. and ten p.m. Again, Friday, Saturday night, and then noon uh, on Saturdays. And, uh, you know, definitely check out the uh, great information Tanya B is dropping for Black Music Month. Please check that out. And with that, y'all, episode 132 is in the can. And we are out of here. Peace. Throwback Alley every Sunday, 2 p.m. Thank you. Put me back in the group chat. (laughs) (laughs) You never left. (laughs) Peace. That's the inside chat. All right, y'all. See y'all. Peace. Later. Power to the people. You've been listening to the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. The G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.